Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for intentionally allowing your niece and nephew to destroy the house? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my wife she's an idiot? I, 43-year-old male, am a stay-at-home dad. My wife, 36-year-old female, is a museum curator and archivist. We have two girls, both 15. They're near identical if you aren't very familiar with them. Okay, so our daughter Eve is dating a boy, Joseph, in her physics class. Our other daughter Mary also has a crush on Joseph. He's a good kid. Recently, Joseph has spent a lot of time over at our place due to his home situation, and we've practically converted our guest room into his room at this point. He helps out every now and then, and I try to be more familial with him without pushing boundaries. Eve is out of town for a cheer thing with a team she coaches. Joseph comes over, and we go work on my bike. I take a break to get water. Mary decides to talk with Joseph, who then decides to leave before I get back. I ask Mary where he went, and she says he just decided to go home. I text him just to make sure he's okay, and he tells me he no longer wants to be around Mary because she keeps talking down about her sister and how she doesn't deserve him. I sit Mary down and explain why she can't try to sabotage her sister's relationship and the whole high school relationships likely don't last anyways, so to just let her sister enjoy the time she and her boyfriend spend together and that she's actually only hurting herself in the long run. She complains to my wife that I told her she'd never be happy and that Eve was the only daughter I cared about. Wife gets mad at me. I explain what really happened. Wife asks why Mary would do that and I tell her she's a bit of an idiot if she didn't see that Mary and Eve were essentially fighting over this boy. Wife's now upset that I called her an idiot. Am I the jerk? Either way, I'm apologizing to my wife. I meant it more as a joke. I mean, maybe you could argue that OP's attempt at a joke didn't land very well, but overall, I think what OP's describing here is exactly what's going on, and I don't think they're a jerk for the way they've acted. Maybe a light apology to the wife? What do you guys think? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for ignoring my soon-to-be stepmom when she kept calling me by the wrong name? So my, female 16, name is Andy. Just Andy. My mom's dad passed away just a few days before she found out she was pregnant. My mom was very close with her dad and his name was Andrew, also went by Andy. The technical female version of Andrew is Andrea, but neither my mom or dad liked that name. But my mom wanted to honor her dad in some way, so I got named A-N-D-I, Andy. Which, I love my name, I think it fits me. My parents got divorced when I was 8, and I live with my mom most of the time, but visit my dad every other weekend, as well as holidays. Three years ago, my dad started dating his now fiance Kate. Kate, for some reason, when we met, assumed my name was Andrea. I explained to her that it was just Andy. She kept calling me Andrea, though. I ended up telling my mom about it, and she told me to just ignore Kate until she calls me Andy. Well, this past weekend, I was at my dad's and we were visiting some of Kate's family. Well, she kept calling over for Andrea, and of course, I ignored her. 
She got mad and said, why am I ignoring her? And I said, because that's not my name and you know this. Her dad and brother basically laughed, saying they thought I went by Andy as a nickname, and I said, no, it's just Andy. Then they asked Kate why she's been calling me Andrea then. Well, Kate later got mad, calling me a brat for embarrassing her. She went on to say I knew who she was talking about and I should have just gone with it, but I was being a jerk. I honestly kind of feel like in that instance, I should have just answered to Andrea, but I don't know. Am I the jerk? Personally, I think the lowest level of respect you can show somebody is just calling them by their name, even like just what they prefer to be called by. You know, as long as it's nothing like crazy. Like if my brother came to me and said, I want you to always refer to me as Thunder Crusher the Great now. Well, to be fair, I probably would call him that. But still, it's like the lowest form of respect. It's the easiest thing to do. She should have been calling OP Andy from the get-go. Our next story is, am I the jerk for eating tuna salad at work? I've recently started a higher protein and IBS sensitive diet, so I've had to make a lot of changes with my lifestyle. I've turned to fish as a main source of food, and canned tuna is one thing I enjoy a lot. I've started taking tuna salad to work with me every so often. When I take it to work, I prepare it beforehand, so I'm not opening the can at work or anything, just eating it out of Tupperware. One of the newer employees at my work confronted me recently for bringing the tuna salad to work because she can smell it when she enters my office, apparently. To be clear, the smell doesn't waft into the public spaces, but when she's dropping off papers or telling me something, she can smell it. I've explained to her my diet changed and apologized for the smell, but told her I wouldn't be changing my diet right now, as my stomach has a hard time adjusting to new food routines, and this one has finally started working. She got pretty upset and told me it was a common office sense not to bring fish. I thought that the rule was always about microwaving seafood, not just bringing tuna salad, which I feel is like a pretty common lunch food. I feel bad that she doesn't like the smell, but I really just need to keep with my routine. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry, but sometimes food smells. It's not like you're bringing an overly offensive food in. Like you're not having something that most people think is horrendous like durian or whatever the heck that Swedish fermented fish is. I say OP continues to rock on with their tuna salad, personally. Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my son, his girlfriend, and my grandson out of my house? I, 63-year-old female, and my husband, 67-year-old male, ran into an issue with my son last year. During the pandemic, his girlfriend got pregnant. He moved her in with his roommates, who were not happy. The roommates left, and they re-signed with the landlord just themselves, but his girlfriend couldn't or wouldn't find a job, and he lost his job a few months later and couldn't pay rent. They stayed for seven months and then got evicted. Now they have an eviction on their record and terrible credit because they lived off of credit cards, so they have thousands in credit card debt. I didn't want them moving in. My son, 38-year-old male, lived at home until he was 31, so we had a lot of trouble getting him to move out. But his girlfriend was giving birth soon, so we took them in. They stayed almost for a year, and the deal was they both get jobs, they help pay utilities and pay off their credit cards and find a place to live. They were only supposed to stay for six months, but they wouldn't move out when we asked at the end of six months. They said because of the eviction on their record, no one would rent to them. They also didn't make enough to pay utilities. So my husband and I paid more in utilities and they ate for free as well, since they would take from the fridge and wouldn't buy any groceries themselves. We offered to help them with baby expenses, diapers, car seat, etc. at first, 
but it's been almost a year and we're still paying for it. They were doing DoorDash but not working more than 3-4 to four hours a day. I kept trying to get my son a full time job but he just got angry and accused me of nagging him. His girlfriend is also very messy and doesn't clean up after herself. I've changed more diapers and fed her son more than she has and it's infuriating because they chose to have a child but won't take responsibility. My husband and I have been retired for two years now and we plan to move to Chile where I'm from. We were supposed to sell the house last year and didn't just to let them stay, but it's now been over a year and we were sick of it. We kept telling them they had to move out and they ignored us, so we put our house up for sale. We had wanted to renovate it first, but they wouldn't let us into their bathroom and room, so we decided to just sell as is. We got a fair offer and closed in a weekend, told them they had two months to move. My son yelled at us for kicking them out and not caring about him and shattered our decorative vase we had. They finally moved out and we're in between places and will be going to Chile next month. But my son and his girlfriend currently have nowhere to live. They're staying with a friend now but they're only letting them stay until the end of the month and then they'll have to figure it out. My son yells at me over the phone and tells me I'm never allowed to see my grandson again for kicking us out. I don't know where I went wrong that he couldn't be an adult and get a job or move on without being forced. You know, it's one thing when you kick your kids out even in like the early 20s for not being able to figure things out and support themselves, but when they get to the point where they're 38, have a girlfriend, have a kid, there's really just no excuse, especially from the girlfriend side. Our next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at and kicking out my mom in the middle of the night? Me and my wife originally thought we weren't going to be able to have biological children. We ended up adopting our oldest Kyle, 16 year old male, when he was 3 after fostering him. We still tried for bio kids after adopting Kyle and we ended up with two more kids, 14 year old male and 12 year old female. We love all three kids although Kyle is no lesser than his siblings. My mom didn't like the idea of us adopting at first and gave us a bit of a hard time after we brought Kyle home though he eventually grew on her and everything seemed to work out for the most part. Now, we've never lied to Kyle about him being adopted, and this year he asked us if it would be okay if he wanted to find and possibly get to know his birth parents. Not gonna lie, it stung a bit, but we decided it was his choice and we said yes. At his birthday dinner party Saturday, I asked my brother who's a lawyer what's the best way to go about facilitating meeting his birth parents. Apparently, he told our mom about it, When it was time to blow out the candles on his cake, we couldn't find him. We finally found him and his boyfriend Tyler, 15-year-old male, up in his old treehouse. He was crying while Tyler was trying to console him. I asked what was wrong after he finally stopped crying. He told me about how mom pulled him upstairs earlier and basically went off on him, ranting about how he could betray us for the people that abandoned him. How after we fed and clothed him and paid for football and soccer etc he'd do us like that after being a kid no one wanted. To say I was pissed is an understatement. I flew downstairs and I cursed my mom out real good and told her to never speak to me or my kids again and threw her out and wouldn't let her back in. My brother had to take her home. I've been getting calls from my brother and extended family telling me I overreacted and I shouldn't have treated her like that. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk because I think you were just protecting your kids. Obviously she said some really hateful and hurtful things and your kids don't deserve to have that around. 
They're growing up and they're experiencing a time where they're wondering where they came from and what the situation was, and they have every right to explore that if they want to as a 16-year-old. This next story is, am I the jerk for kind of missing my wife's birthday? I, 32-year-old male, have been married to B, 30-year-old female, for about four years. Her 30th birthday fell on a Saturday. Her friends threw her a small party for that night. Since we weren't due to arrive at the party until later in the evening, I decided to go golf. My wife seemed a bit irritated when I told her I was leaving, but she didn't say anything or ask me not to. It was a bit crowded at the course, so the game took a bit long. I got home little less than an hour before we were due to leave. I was a bit rushed on getting ready. My wife was upset with me because she spent the entire day alone and told me that I don't care much about her. If she would have asked, I would have stayed. Am I the jerk? Yeah, this is definitely a faux pas. This was her 30th birthday, that's a milestone birthday, and you decide, eh, I'll just stick around for the party. You'll just show up to your wife's birthday party? That's very kind of you. You should have made the whole day about her, honestly. Wouldn't you want that at your 30th birthday? Well, to be fair, anytime I ever pose a question like that in real life, the person always emphatically goes, no, I don't care. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not seeing the point in washing the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher? So I, 19, go to my dad's place every 14 days. And my stepmom has some weird rules and I don't understand them. The one I find the hardest to see the meaning of is washing the dishes with hot water and the dish brush so the dishes aren't dirty when putting them in the dishwasher. I'm generally not used to it so I often forget to do it and when I do remember I just wash the dishes with soap and put them away. My stepmom however is upset with both and she told me it's disrespectful that I don't respect her rules. I told her that I didn't see the point of putting clean dishes in the dishwasher so if I was going to wash them anyway I might as well wash them properly and put them away. She still insisted it was wrong and that I was being rude and unfair. She also said I wouldn't talk to my mom like this, and well, my mom puts dirty dishes in the dishwasher, except for certain knives and pans, so it makes sense. However, I do argue with my mom about other things, so I probably talked to her that way too? Anyway, in the start, I was certain it was right, but over time it's kept being an issue and she gets more and more upset. So am I the jerk? So, I kind of understand where she's coming from just in the sense that growing up we had a dishwasher, but we didn't have enough like hot water or like the pressure wasn't strong enough so like things that had stuck on food wouldn't actually get clean so you still had to do like a pre-wash. But if you have a normally working functioning dishwasher it should be just fine. You just scrape off the excess food and toss it in. So I don't blame OP for being confused and not understanding where she's coming from doing all this extra labor if you don't need to do it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying, actually it's my house? So backstory, my grandmother passed two years ago. A month before she did, we met up for lunch and she told me, 32 year old female, that she was giving me my mom's inheritance and enough money to cover any taxes on it. I was a bit confused and she explained that she heard my sister talking about putting her in a nursing home and she wanted me to take care of my mom by buying her a house and providing for her. My mom is 59 and she's had some mental health problems that have gotten worse with age but well managed with meds. I still pay the taxes and have the house in my name. The issue at hand, I just moved in with my mom after getting a divorce. I took over all the bills and pay for all the groceries. 
I set my mom down and told her I took one night a week off, where I by all means fall off the face of the universe to unwind and get ready for my weekend. I work two jobs. I let her know it was Thursday that I like to take off. I leave work at around 5.30pm and I'll be home at 6.30am to get the kids ready. She agreed to this. I also let her know my ex had agreed as well to keep up my night off. So if something happened, to reach out to him first. This excludes if someone gets sick, hurt, or has to go to the hospital. Well, Thursday's coming up, and my mom started asking what my plans are. I told her I don't know yet. She kept pushing, so I asked if I needed to not go out. She said no, but she wanted to know place, time, and people I would be with. My mind blinked, and I said I'm not 13 years old, mom. I don't have to tell you any of that, just let you know I'm safe. She came at me with, it's my house, my rules. I didn't mean to say hatefully, but it came out wrong. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrong. Actually, it's my house if you want to get technical. She got mad at me and truly started to treat me like a child, yelling and telling me I'm ungrateful for her helping me out. I told her on that day I enjoy my privacy, that even once my ex and I were together, he didn't know where I was and only know I was safe. She said I'm a jerk hat and that's why me and him are not together, that I was disrespectful to their feeling about my safety. Definitely not the jerk here. I wish OP the best of luck because you can tell they really do care and they want the best for their mom, but it's gonna be hard in that situation when you're living with them like that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for just walking out of class even though my teacher tells me not to? I, 16 year old male, am mute. I have been since I got into a car crash 5 years ago. My neck got cut up and then infected which damaged my vocal cords so that they're unusable. I've learned ASL since then, but none of my teachers know it. Most of them will just let me leave the room whenever I need something because they know I'll come back. One of my teachers, though, demands that I come up and ask her. She doesn't know ASL. She wants me to come up to the front of the room and write down or gesture for her what I want, which is honestly just insulting. I prefer to just walk out. No need to make it complicated or draw attention to me like that. I hate being treated like I'm stupid because I can't speak, which is exactly what she does. I haven't been bothering with this, and I've just been walking out anyway, which pisses her off. My friends are on my side with this. The teacher called my mother and talked to her, and my mother says I should just do as told. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk, because when OP points out the obvious, which is how they're being treated and how it makes them feel, 
You would understand if you put yourself in that position. This teacher obviously treats students who have disabilities lower than an average student should, and it's ridiculous to have to play charades when you want to go use the bathroom. Maybe OP should just start miming pulling their pants down and doing their business on the floor. Maybe do the clothespin over the nose and the whoo hand wave. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to go to my brother-in-law's daughter's memorial birthday because he makes grief a competition? I, 20-year-old female, don't get along with my brother-in-law, John, 32-year-old male, anymore. He's been with my sister for six years, and it's only recently that our relationship has gone down the drain. For some context, when John was 19, him and his ex-girlfriend Jane were having a baby. Unfortunately, she died at two months old due to severe birth complications. John and Jane broke up, but every year on the baby's birthday, they meet up for lunch. Since meeting my sister, John also throws a small gathering for the family to come to. Obviously, none of us met the baby, but it's more for support, since Jane moved countries and he doesn't have much family. When I was 16, my boyfriend died. It was very sudden and nothing could have predicted it. One day he was there, the next he wasn't. I'm in therapy and grief counseling. The issue is that in the past two years, John has turned grief into a competition which really hurts because I used to look up to him as a role model, especially when it came to grief and moving on. But he can't just let me be sad about my boyfriend. He has to bring up how he lost a child, which is so much worse. Now, I want to be clear, I've never lost a child. I've never been pregnant or lost a pregnancy, so I cannot pretend to know what it feels like. But I'm sick of him lording it over me. For example, there was a period of time last year where I lost my appetite and John says, when I lost my baby, I couldn't eat either. I had lost a part of me. You just lost a person. You weren't connected, so it's not as bad. The party is happening in early June and I'm invited but I told my mom and sister that I don't want to go and explained why. My mom and sister got very upset and said I was making a mountain out of a molehill and that I need to put this pettiness behind me for John. They both said it would be jerky of me not to come. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. You don't have to be around somebody like that who trivializes your grief. Obviously, this is like some weird, messed up part of their own coping mechanism. Like trying to make themselves feel better because their grief was worth being so worked up over compared to somebody else's. I mean, whatever the psychology behind it is, you don't have to be exposed to that. Maybe they just do that because they enjoy the attention they get from it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for marinating chicken overnight? Look, I know the title is vague, but I'm at a loss here. Let's start with some context. I'm renting a room in a four-bedroom house. Life's difficult right now, and this is the best I can afford. The other three rooms are occupied by people I didn't know before moving in, each paying their own rent, including a couple that sleeps in the larger room. Since the house is shared, we have free access to the shared spaces, like the kitchen and lounge, and we try to be respectful of each other. One thing that is relevant is that the couple and a person in another room were already friends before moving in, so they spend a lot of time together and do stuff for each other. All good with me. For the actual reason of this post, I'm out most of the day working and usually when I cook dinner for myself, I cook a bit extra to take to work the next day and save some money. The other day I had some chicken breast that cut into bits and seasoned with lemon, herbs, and left to marinate. Fry that up with some veggies, add some noodles, and it's a pretty decent meal. On this particular occasion, my coworkers had planned a team lunch for the next day, 
so there was no point in me cooking that usual extra. Since the marinated chicken was actually smelling pretty good, I thought it would taste even better the following day when I'd cook it for dinner again. Got a bowl, placed it all there, covered with cling film and left it in the refrigerator. In the spot where my refrigerator stuff usually is, we do this so everyone knows who owns what in the refrigerator. Never thought about it again. The following day, when I get home, a couple of people from the other rooms are kind of waiting for me in the lounge and just start screaming at me. So the girl from the couple I mentioned earlier is a sleepwalker, and that's never been a major issue until now, save from the occasional noise during the night, but nothing that could be considered annoying. You might see where this is going, though. Last night she got up, still sleeping, walked to the kitchen, opened the refrigerator, and helped herself to a spoonful of marinated chicken. She then proceeded to go back to bed, where she eventually fell ill and had to be taken to the hospital. Now they're acting like it's my fault because since I know she's a sleepwalker, I should be more careful with stuff like this and not leave uncooked chicken in the refrigerator like that. I never thought that that would be a problem. As I said before, we have specific areas for each of us, and we try to be mindful of what we leave there. The chicken was properly covered, and it wouldn't be a problem in any other circumstance. I tried to argue this, but now they want me to apologize to her and help to pay for the hospital bill, which, to be honest, I really don't feel like I should. Plus, I'm down one meal as the rest of the chicken was just thrown out, and I was really looking forward to that. Am I wrong in saying that this is one of the most ludicrous things that these people should get upset about? Like, how is it OP's fault at all that this person sleepwalked into the kitchen and ate some bad food? Next thing you know, you can't have laundry detergent by the washing machine because she might go and drink that too. And God forbid whoever was the one that purchased that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for sending my younger sister money against my girlfriend's wishes? My youngest sister, female 25, is working towards getting her master's degree in New York. While she loves the city and school, she hates how expensive everything has become. She does work part-time, but it simply isn't enough. My parents, male 77 and female 73, have been sending her money each month, but since they recently retired, they've had time to cut back. To fill the gap, my brother, male 28, and I, male 32, have begun sending some money to our sister from time to time to help her with rent. I have a well-paying job and a close relationship with my sister, so I'm happy to help where I can. However, my girlfriend, female 30, has expressed her dissatisfaction with the arrangement. We've been saving up to put a down payment on a house in the future, and my girlfriend believes that my financial contributions to my sister is hindering our progress. Yesterday, which happened to be the day I usually send my sister money, girlfriend told me that we needed to reduce expenses, and one suggestion she was making for me was to no longer send money to my sister. She believes that my sister needs to learn how to manage her money better, and that my brother, male 28, should contribute more. I told her about how I feel a responsibility towards my sister and how my brother doesn't make as much as I do. And while she did acknowledge that, she then said that I was financially naive and said she doesn't want me to be taken advantage of. I was kind of disappointed hearing this as I made the conscientious decision to help my sister and wasn't falling for some sort of scam. The conversation ended because we both had to go to work but she told me not to send anything until we further discussed this. During my lunch break at work, I proceeded to send my sister some money and told girlfriend about this over dinner. She told me that she was disappointed 
At this point, I was getting a little annoyed and responded by saying that I was not willing to compromise my current arrangement with my sister. Girlfriend got upset with this and left the table. Am I the jerk? You're definitely not the jerk. 100% it's your money, and she's not entitled to say how you do or do not spend it. There are a lot of much, much worse causes that that money could go to beyond helping your sister get a master's degree. Now, if OP was out here buying a bunch of scratchers every single week or something, then yeah, I could understand her having this issue, but sending some money to your sister that you care about? No. Our next story is, am I the jerk for accepting to be a bridesmaid? My 25-year-old female, best friend Mark, 25-year-old male, is getting married to his fiancée Natalie, 25-year-old female, in August. Natalie asked me to be her bridesmaid two months ago, and I gracefully accepted, although I was kind of bothered Mark didn't ask me to be a groom's woman, but I didn't voice it to them because I didn't want Natalie to get mad at me. Anyways, the past few weeks, we've been going bridesmaid dress and shoes shopping until the bride finds something she likes for us. She said we can pick the style of the dress as long as it's long and in lilac color. I didn't like any of the stuff I tried on since I never wear dresses and I've never worn high heels either. All bridesmaids found their dress and shoes except me. Natalie has been personally assisting me in order to find the right fit, yet I don't like anything. After looking up, I decided to ask her if I could wear some platform shoes I have and a lilac tube top with wide tailored pants. She asked to see the look and seemed to consider it at first, but then changed the mind and said no, dress and high heels. She said my look looks like a corporate or office look, not a bridesmaid one. I explained to her that I hate wearing dresses and high heels and I don't know why I should have to. She said that I knew her requirements for the bridesmaids since day one. And if I was uncomfortable with those requirements, why did I accept being a bridesmaid in the first place? I told her I'd rather be a groomswoman instead and not a bridesmaid since I'm not into girly things. And after all, Mark is my best friend, not her. She took great offense to it and told Mark and Mark got into an argument with me and said I owe Natalie an apology and how they're not doing groomswomen and he tried to convince Natalie to take her as a bridesmaid to feel included. Yet I insulted Natalie with my words and behavior. If it's true that OP knew from the get-go what the conditions were for being a bridesmaid, then yeah, honestly they are the jerk in my opinion for accepting the position as a bridesmaid. It sounds like she tried to be accepting, but it's just not what she wants at her wedding. Our next story is, am I the jerk for allowing my niece and nephew to destroy the house by not disciplining them after my sister-in-law specifically instructed me not to discipline them? My brother Casey, 32 years old, is much older than me, 17 years old. He's married to my sister-in-law Mandy, 36 years old, and they have two kids, my nephew Nick, 3.5 years old, and my niece Maya, 2 years old. Mandy recently asked my parents if I could babysit Nick and Maya since Mandy wanted to visit her mom and the original babysitter cancelled last minute. I had never babysit Nick or Maya before. I honestly don't have any real experience in babysitting kids under 5, but my parents begged and offered to pay me, so I agreed. Babysitting Nick and Maya was a nightmare. They acted like they had never been told no or been forced to behave in their entire lives. Drawing on the walls with crayons and markers, trying to flush bath toys down the toilet, 
throwing themselves on the floor and screaming for candy, the list goes on and on. I called Mandy and explained what Nick and Maya were doing and that I was having them stand in the corner for a timeout. Mandy ended up coming home early, but not to deal with Nick or Maya. Instead, Mandy was angry with me and told me that I wasn't allowed to discipline them because I'm not their mother and need to learn my place. The next weekend, last Friday, Mandy begged me to babysit Nick and Maya because she wanted to visit her mom again and couldn't find another babysitter. My parents had me agree and Mandy told me again that I was not allowed to discipline Nick or Maya. I'm pretty sure this is the real reason why she couldn't get an actual babysitter for Nick and Maya. Since Mandy said I couldn't discipline them, I decided to do as I was told. I watched them to try to make sure they didn't try to run away from home or anything, but otherwise left Nick and Maya to their own devices. The house was obviously a wreck by the time Mandy got home. Mandy was furious with me and tried convincing my parents not to pay me. My parents still paid me since a deal is a deal, but they said they were disappointed with me because even though Mandy's no discipline rule was silly, I had a dozen better ways of keeping my niece and nephew occupied. Using an activity like crafts or hide and seek, instead of being spiteful or immature and just letting them destroy the house. Casey hasn't said anything about it, but he's kinda an absentee father to be honest. He spends most of his time at work. When he's home, he kinda just acts like the fun uncle while Mandy does the actual parenting. I'm looking for unbiased perspectives on here. Am I the jerk? Honestly, what they wanted of OP wasn't even really babysitting. It was like the bare minimum to legally comply with them being able to go out and abandon their kids for a night. Like you almost just wanted to have someone old enough there to make sure they didn't just do something absolutely drastic, like life ending, and basically do some butler stuff for them like make sure they have food. OP's definitely not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.